previously on Valiant. So you're here at the Temple of the Whisperer. When you go to turn the keys, they all four turn, and you start hearing loud rumblings and lots of mechanisms moving all at once. You, you notice that all of the doors start opening up. And if you take the time to look around, all of the doors on this floor and the floor above you have opened up entirely, giving you full access to both floors. You get here with Umaria and Cranton. Umaria begins to prepare herself to meditate to open up this next floor. And Cranton says, no, I, if you teach me how to do it, I'll do it. I'll open up these, these stairs for you. I know it's important for you to, to be at this temple, so I'd rather you keep going on rather than, than, than uh, you know, open another passage. And after a bit of teaching and a bit of work, he's able to learn how to meditate and do just that. Open the, up the stairs leading down. staircase on the north side and a staircase on the south side which one do you want to take well let's check the north one first all right you head down the northern set of stairs uh it's a it's a simple chamber uh there's a skeleton propped against the wall it looks like you know there's some water that leaked into the, the chamber and there's a door to the north and there is no symbol on this door uh, I address the skeleton. Uh, hello? There's no response. Oh, all right. Um, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> Thought we had a new skeleton friend. But it looks like we don't. I say uh, we're, we're a friend of Karnal's. I think it's just a corpse. Nope. <laughs> it's just a run-of-the-mill corpse. Yeah, it's disappointing. It's important to be friendly to corpses on the off chance that they are sapiens. Or they don't speak the common tongue, which is possible. All right. Uh, yeah. uh, check out the room with my perception yeah, skill. I'll, I'll do a perception too, and even though it's not particularly impressive. I will check for magic. Oh, I got a nat 20 on my Ooh. perception check. Nice. You look about the room, and there's nothing else of note from what you can see. All right. That's that. The door, then. Okay, these doors look a bit different than the ones you've been seeing on the above floors. Rather than kind of proceed up into the ceiling, uh, these look like they slide and go into the walls. Well, at least this door in particular does. Uh, I try to open the door. Okay. You have no problem opening the door. It slides open, but instead of revealing the next room, it opens into what looks like a shimmering area of, of light. This is like a screen of shimmering light. Looks like some kind of portal. Let's check this out, stairs. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's, that, that seems like a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you go to the southern stair. You close that door. 
uh, and go to the other stairs, which lead you to this chamber. And this chamber, it's got an, a hallway out, but it looks like it's also blocked by boulders, which I just realized I didn't have them actually physically block your vision. Uh, give me one sec. While I fix that, see Adani sees nothing. We'll pretend see Adani saw nothing. All right. Saw nothing. All right. So yeah, there's some boulders that block the way out of here. Um, there is, uh, they're on the wall opposite of the the collapse exit. There's some some markings, some strange markings. And when you go to investigate them, they look like several little skulls, uh, some of which appear to be highlighted. Um, hmm. I will show you the wall markings. Oh. Oh. There, there, there are six skulls, four of which are highlighted yeah. or marked with a different color. All right. No one touch any skulls. The first of the top three. As tempting as it might be. Third are highlighted. And then in the bottom three, the Six. Can I suggest to detect magic since that would have given us the answer last time? Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll take a look. I uh, know magic detected. Yeah, I have chance studies and just takes a nothing. Although that doesn't mean there isn't some sort of magic at work. All right, I'll roll uh, just a perception. Okay. I got a 25. Nothing weird about these things. Hmm. Uh, There's plenty weird about them. Well, nope. before we touch anything, maybe we try to clear that rubble? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've still got muscles. I, know, I don't understand puzzles, but I know how to use muscles. <laughs> Our muscles are far more reliable lately. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I, I clear I clear as many rocks as I can. You do the work of clearing those rocks, and it opens up to another hallway uh, out to the west of this room that you're free to move into now. Just immediately from where you opened up the, the rubble, there is a door, and then the hallway continues to the south. I'll go down the hallway to the south and just check out what's there. Okay, you do that, and you find another door at the far end of that hallway. There's another door down here. If there's one thing we can count on from this temple, it's an absurd number of doors. Yeah. All right. Let's open this one. All right. I'm all for that. All right. Doing so reveals a shimmering portal like before. All right. And then this one down here. Same thing. Another shimmering portal. And they're really making us take that leap, aren't they? Do all the portals appear similar? Yes. All right. I'm going to attempt to do some kind of like magic detection situation on this portal. Is there anything okay. that I can roll to in investigate the portal? Looks like occultism might be your best bet. Hey, Evan Saren. Yeah. <laughs> Come, come check this out. All right. 
I don't, I know where this lead, but portals ain't really my thing. Can you, either you make any, make any sense out of uh, where it might go? I can see which sort of energy it seems to resonate from it. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. I will attempt an occultism check. Ev will do the same. I got a whopping 13. Ev chants Sama Nuguvu as he casts Read Aura, and then we'll study it more closely. I rolled an 8 for a 20. Neither of you really get an understanding of what's going on with this portal. Your best bet is that maybe it sends you somewhere. I'm going to attempt Loremaster's Etude, which allows me to re-roll a skill check to recall knowledge twice and take the better of the two results. Wow. Uh, 24 is the better of the two results, which isn't terrible. Uh, unfortunately, that doesn't get you any new knowledge either. You want to check out the other portals? Or are all portals pretty uh, much the same to look at? They're all pretty much they, the they same. They do look. all look the same. Yeah. Well, let's see what Umaria thinks, which one maybe she mm. wants to go down, or if she has any thoughts on the skull puzzle. Mm. Uh, she hasn't the faintest clue right now about what's going on with these doors. She's never seen anything like this. And, uh, uh, well... She doesn't even know if the, the skeleton thing is, or the skull thing is even a puzzle. It looks like it's just markings on the wall. It might not even be anything right now. Does it look like the symbol markings, all right, the skulls, does it look like it's something raised or tactile? Is it just drawn or? It's just drawn. Okay. All right. So it could, well, we could try touching those skulls and maybe nothing will happen. We could just go through a portal. It could be that those skull markings are something to inform us later that we'll need to know. Who knows, maybe we will come across a bunch of floor tiles with skulls on them and we'll know exactly where we need to stand. Mm. Well, maybe we touch the skulls, see if the markings do anything, and then if not, we have to consider going through these portals. Works for me. Okay. I touched the number go. five skull. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you touched the number five skull and nothing happens. Okay. Ev like holds his breath as you touch it and then looks around. I don't hear or see anything. Nope. I think we got no choice but to go through these portals. Yeah, I, I mean, they could take us to a whole other plane of existence. They might just be yeah. like a way to connect separate chambers. Mario, you want to do the portals with us? Sure. All right. Let's do this one. So we'll go through the first one in the hallway that was down here. As soon as we had, right. uh, cleared the rubble, um, you you enter or you open the door and you have the portal. Who's going in first? It is wide enough for two of you to go in. Anyways. I'll do it. I'll go. All right, you both step in to the shimmering light and are just kind of in a 
imagine if they were an entire chamber just made of this shimmering light. And Saren and Ev see Zidani and, and Sarna disappear. And nothing immediately happens. And for Zidana and Sarna, nothing immediately happens. You're just kind of in this weird light room. Is there a portal behind us in the light room? No. Okay, so there is no... I, I step backwards and I... The first thing that I try to do is to exit the portal. You can't. You seem okay. to be in this room now. All right. No way out, but onward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Ev looks to Siren, and if they're not immediately coming through, Ev says, all right, let's go. And Ev steps through as well. All right, eat. Uh, you two and Mario step in. I guess you're inside, and you all find yourselves in this, this weird light chamber. And after a moment or two, um, the light starts to fade and seems to open what looks like a doorway um, on the far end of wh wherever you're facing. It's just kind of straight ahead, and that doorway seems to look. We'll say it's it's darkness because everything else is light, and it kind of opens up and overwhelms the entire thing. And then you find yourselves uh, have find you have popped out into a different room. Hey there, Luis here. It's me, your GM for Valiant. So it's been a bit since I've done a couple of these interludes and you know, I feel like not every episode necessarily warrants them because I don't always have a thing to talk about. I can always give you GM advice here and there, but I think I would eventually start running into GM advice that I've already given, retreading stuff. Maybe it helps to reinforce to tell you, you know, talk with your players and do what works best for your table and try stuff out. But you'll probably get tired of that after a while. Um, so I figured it would be best to just chime in when I feel it would work best for an episode. In this case, I've been going through a lot of episodes where the adventure is in the Temple of the Whisper. Once you know it, that was three three to five sessions? I can't even remember at this point. A couple of different sessions, a handful of sessions uh, that we played through the temple, which for a normal game where you're meeting people on a regular basis, that doesn't take too long. You get through a dungeon in two or three sessions. That sometimes happens, but you get through it, no big deal, it doesn't take too long. But once you cut it up into smaller chunks, boy, you are in a dungeon for quite a while. And it definitely feels to me as the person editing these episodes, that maybe the Temple of the West, the Temple of the Whisperer, is getting a bit long in the tooth. I don't know. It might be just my thoughts on that. I, if you are feeling that maybe the episodes are kind of getting old, tired of hearing people uh, go through, do some challenges, solve a puzzle, and then do a fight, well. That you know, probably got pretty old after a while because that's kind of what each episode has been for, I don't know, last dozen or so. I uh, split that up over every other week. You know, you've been at the Temple of the Whisperer for months compared to what we were doing. Uh, so 
if you are feeling that it's it's getting old and, and has run its course, please let me know. I'm willing to chop these up in such a way where some of the less important stuff gets dropped. So you don't have to hear them discuss about, oh, what are we going to do with this door and this puzzle and, and stuff like that. Sometimes we can just hit the highlights and move on to some of the more fun stuff, some of the more interesting things. Let me know your thoughts on that. Uh, this episode in particular is going to be a little short. I try to find good stopping points for the end of every episode, be that the end of a combat or right before a combat or, you know, just a, a, a notable thing has, has occurred. An event has finished up. And in this case, we were at the end of a recording session. You know, we were just finishing up for the day. And I think that's a good place to stop. There's no need to then skip into a fight and make this longer than it really has to. I think it feels fun to start a new episode with a fresh session, and that means that this episode is going to be a little short, uh, just a little under half an hour. And you know what? Maybe that that's easier to swallow for a lot of people. But I figured I'd warn you now. If you haven't looked at the time for this episode quite yet, you could see now that it, it runs a little short, and that's okay. I think sometimes things are just shorter, and getting in and out when it's all done rather than stretching it out it's a little better so in the name of that i'm not going to stay here too long let me know if you are getting tired of all these temple of the whispers episodes i will clean them up make them a bit faster also let me know if there's any particular things you'd like to hear about in these interludes i think i've kind of delved into most of what's going on with the temple at this point in terms of you know I had a map that I used and all this other stuff without starting to talk about stuff that's coming in the future I don't want to spoil things that haven't happened yet so for now I think that's all I really have thoughts on uh, if you want more GM advice I'm happy to give that too anyway enough rambling I think we can just get back to exploring the temple and seeing what's on the other side of this weird portal door and waiting to hear that guitar to get back to the show. You are now in a different room. Ah. Uh, entirely. Uh-oh. Uh, and it, as soon as you kind of just arrive here, you kind of just shunt it out of the, the doorway and immediately the door behind you closes and slides back closed. And you're in this room with a lot of silk and, and stuff threaded all about. And the, the, the room appears to be squirming, the floor and the walls and everything. And upon immediate inspection, you see that it's full of ants. At least they're not spiders. I have an 18 on my nature check. At least they're not spiders, because I made sure they weren't spiders. Thanks. <laughs> uh, hey, these are our, our, our bull ants that uh, are big. They can get pretty big. They're about an inch and a half long for, for some of the biggest ones, um, or 40 millimeters if you're into that. And... <laughs> Everyone, give me a fortitude save as you enter this room. 
My fortitude save is 22. Okay. 30. 15. Also 15. I will use one of my essence points, because I have three. If you say so. Oh my gosh. I rolled a one. Sad trombone sound in the background. So I now have a 14. What is with these essence points? So, uh... <laughs> wow. Uh, these ants immediately start biting at you. Everyone... Alright, so they deal 10 piercing damage. But Avi is fine and takes nothing, because you crit succeed. Uh, Ziadani takes 5. Owen... Or, uh, Sharon takes 10. And I guess Ev, in a cruel twist of fate, takes 20 piercing damage. As these ants uh, are all over the place. That is just cruel. So, Ev seems to, like, cough up a bit of that spectral energy that um, he had brought in through False Life. And then additionally, seems to be bleeding a little. Oh, what a cruel world. Ants have an insatiable appetite for wizards. Uh, and that doesn't stop the ants. They're still here. So if you hang around, you're going to keep getting bit. Unless you take care of these ants. I say we fight these ants. What area are the ants in? Uh, they're entire, the, the entirety of the room, but they appear to be amassing toward all of you as they sense your presence. I think... Uh, fireball's too big... But if there's a localized area, Ev will chant for animated assault and get, you know, any... This, this is some extreme reactions. Can I use wild empathy on ants? Um, maybe? Because they're, they're not quite animal, but... Uh, by the rules, <laughs> oh, you know what I can do? I can do acid splash. Ant. Ant has the animal trait. Oh, oh. well then, then I can wild empathy them. All right, because there is no vermin yeah. trait anymore. Yeah, Ev, just I have hold, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I was like bringing his hands up, and like green acid is starting to drip from them, and then he oh, like. Hold. I can use diplomacy to make, make an impression. impression and to make a simple request. And that's behind them, right. like, and if you don't play nice, you're going to burn. Hey, stop, stop biting us. Stop that. <laughs> hey, get. Um, that's my simple request. Stop biting us. Stop that. So this is... Will DC. Yeah. All right. Um, you ask the ants to leave you alone and they start. Well, no, you ask them to stop biting you. Right? Mm -hmm. All right. They stop biting you, so you're not going to mm -hmm. take any more damage, but they're, they feel just fine continuing to crawl over you. <laughs> yeah. So you might need to brush them off here and there. But otherwise, you can move through this room unharmed by the ants. Oh, lovely. Hey, get, get down from there. And I kind of, like, gently help the ants down. Yes. 
push these bull ants off. Uh, fun fact, uh, bull ants do make cocoons out of silk uh, for larvae. That's cool. So that's what these are, instead of other things that might be making webbings. All right. Be careful where you step. Uh, don't step on any of the cocoons or nothing. That's going to upset them. It was like tiptoeing. All right. Well, hey, there's a, a door immediately across the way from where you entered. Uh, and the room continues down to the south. All right. I check out down to the south. Wouldn't you know it? There's another door at the far end on the south. So there are a total of three doors in here, plus a bunch of ants. Two doors and some ants. All right. We down here. Three Let's doors. do this door first. Oh, wait. Three? Yeah, the one you came in from. Oh, true. Yes, fair. You're going to try to go through the, the southern door? Yep. We're down here anyway. No sense going back up past the larva. Okay. Uh, you're going to, when going through the door, you're going to experience the same situation where it basically is a loading door <laughs> for a bit, uh, while you move to a different area. Uh, specifically, this is because in roll 20, if I just drag your tokens, you will see through the walls oh, for, yeah, as your tokens move across. That's not good. And, and I don't want that to happen. Uh, so you arrive uh, in a completely different hallway, at which... Now you're in a hallway, and it wraps down to the south. Hmm. And we'll carefully follow after the others. It it wraps down to the south and leads to a large chamber. Um, and it's got some carvings uh, on the southern wall, much like in the very, or in the second chamber that you found. Um, and it has similar skeleton markings, but uh, this time, only two of the things are marked. Huh. Yeah, I got zero clue what that means. Maybe it's because we've gone through two of the doors. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure there. Well, let's make a note and move on. All right. Ev makes a mental note to later add to his book. There is a door to the north from this chamber here. So we got options. We could do this door or we could go back to the ant room and go through the other door in the ant room. Having started this door, let's go ahead and get through this door. All right. All right. So you come into this room. It's a large room. Uh, there is a, a symbol on the floor, as was mentioned. Um, um, as you arrive, the the symbol itself, you, you have a moment as you're looking around, the symbol itself begins to glow and looks to animate after a moment. And from it sprouts out a coaddle. But this coaddle looks to be undead. It's a it's a dark skinned coaddle. It's got like a dark blue, dark gray motif, uh, but it looks sickly and undead. And it lets out a, a terrifying hiss, as if it's ready to fight. And that's what we'll do next time. Woo!
Undead Quaddle fight. All right. Undead Quaddle. Can we return its? Can we restore its soul to heaven? Maybe. Maybe. Free it from its prison. There you go. I'm going to down another floor and hopefully can finish this all up next time. Sweet. Awesome. This has been a No Direction production. Valiant is an original homebrew campaign and is possible with the support of listeners like you. If you would like to support Valiant and the rest of the No Direction network, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash no direction. Join us next time for the next episode of Valiant.